When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting for the Knapsack Files mobile studio van here in Pasadena, California. This is the Knapsack Files Classic Edition. I'm Ken Knapsack. We're uh, back. We're interviewing people. We're doing it old school. Not talking about Star Wars. I mean, we might. We're not talking about Game of Thrones. I mean, we might. I don't know where it's going to go. Uh, here's the thing. I bought some new equipment so I could take the show on the road a lot easier because a lot of you have been clamoring for classic Knapsack Files interviews. The, the thing that uh, launched this whole podcast feed. It's the Knapsack Files podcast feed now, but it used to be just the Knapsack Files, where I'd interview some of my favorite people in this town, industry, and life in general. And the first person I ever had on was uh, this gentleman, who I think it's apropos he's back on as the yeah. first time I record uh, with, with this new with gear. This new equipment. And yeah. he's been on a few times since. And that voice you hear is Mr. Matthew Ryan Key. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey. Man? What's up, uh... Hey, what's up? What's up, a host of Marvel Movie News on the yeah. Popcorn Talk Network? Host of Marvel Movie News doing like an impression of Christian Bell Batman. Hello, Ken. Hello. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> Is that the most maligned line in any superhero movie? Wait, I don't know that year? line. Does he say that in he the movie? He says that, yeah. Wait, which, which movie does he say that in? Uh, doesn't he say that in Dark Knight Rises? Dude, I don't know. I saw that movie once. It was so awful. I think uh, that was such a bad movie. Of like, I think it's, well, it's the beginning. It's when he's fighting, or maybe maybe it's the beginning of Dark Knight. Oh, someone out there, tweet in. It's not live, but tweet in anyways. Yeah, it's the yeah, um, that's, that's going to drive me nuts. When so he's, now I need to go watch that when again. he's because uh, Scarecrow makes the appearance, and he, and he and there's the fake Batman's who are fighting Scarecrow and his villains. Oh, that's that's in the first movie. That's in the second movie. Second movie. I think you're right. Yeah, I think, I think it's so. a dark, the yeah. dark night. Yeah, I think it's dark night. Um, I'm not wearing hockey pads. hockey pads. I think I remember that line now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, but so. you don't. Do you not like Bale as Batman? No, I love Bale as Batman. I thought Bale killed it as Batman. I and I think the first two movies of that franchise are some of the best superhero films. Yeah. I like agreed. The, the, so whenever uh, Zack Snyder and, and Goyer and, and everyone else involved in all the DC stuff. Right. And this is like, I'm not a DC fanboy, but I don't hate DC. I, I legitimately sure. love DC. I just, just don't know because it like you host Marvel. Marvel movie news yeah. doesn't. I mean, just and I just don't know it as well. I didn't I didn't read it as much right. when I was a kid. And Superman's never really been my thing, though. Like yeah. I recently like developed a new found love for him through like Alan Kistler and, and Max Landis and stuff like that. Those guys, but sure. Uh, the like whenever they're like, yeah, the the DC stuff, the the DC extended universe is gonna be so much like they're gonna be better films than the Marvel films. Like they're gonna be actual films. Like they're dealing with some heavy issues. Gravitas. And, like you know, they're gritty. You know, right. like those Marvel films, they're great. They're they're good popcorn. But uh, we're we're like do, like when they say that, I hate that. But the first two Batman films did that. Like they right. legitimately did that. Um, right. 
Dark Knight Rises, not so much. Dark Knight Rises tried, mm -hmm. uh, but tried way too hard. And then Man of Steel tried, but was not quite Christopher Nolan, even though Nolan produced helped break it. the story yeah, and yeah, produced it already. Story, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Snyder just doesn't have hmm. that same. Snyder visually is an amazing director. Like the dude can sure. put together like some beautiful photography. Yeah. Uh, but he does. He can't. And you know, acting is always good. He's a good director. Yeah. I think. Um, but uh, I like three hundred. 300 was great. 300 was great. I think he's a good director. I just think that his sense of maybe story cohesion or something like that isn't... Something not there. Something's not clicking. Something's not clicking. And I think Man of Steel was proof of that. And I just... I don't know. Like, I feel like... Yeah. You, you know what my favorite superhero picture is? Uh, the... No, I don't. Mystery Men. Dude. Dude, I've. I think that gets lost in the shuffle these it, days. Oh, it totally does. That movie's great. It's actually, you know, what's funny is that it's not great, but that's what <laughs> makes it great. It's so unabashedly unwonderful un that it's yeah. wonderful. I. It's it's not quite mystery it. science theater bad level of no, a film. Like I would love to see the Rift Tracks guys do mystery yeah, men, and maybe they have. I don't know. I don't think they have, but. But I mean, oh, get it's on funny. It. It's on your shelf right over there. Oh no, I love that film. I'm looking at it right now on your that shelf. That was here. like when yeah. I was in college. Like we all, like I lived in a townhouse with eleven other guys. There were twelve of us that lived in this townhouse, oh, and we were oh, all really good friends. So glad I didn't go to college. Yeah, right. Uh, we were all really hyper close, and I brought that movie to everyone's attention, and mm -hmm. no one had ever seen it until me. And we all, like, named ourselves after it. Like I was, I was Raja. Yeah. Uh, my best friend in Hank college. Is, Hank Azaria's character. Yeah, yeah, my best friend in college. Uh, my friend Paul, I think he was Mr. Furious. Mm -hmm. Stiller. Uh, he, uh, yeah, and he was, and what was funny is that he, like, he kind of did earn that name in a way because he would get, he was a theology and philosophy double minor and majoring in psychology. Gotcha. Yeah. He went to college. He, yeah, he <laughs> fucking went to college. And uh, he's, to this day, one of the smartest men I've ever met, but he would actually kind of get mad at bad theology and mad at bad philosophy from sure. other students. So we'd like... If you've invested that much money in it, you might. Yeah. yeah. So Mr. Fury, as I always felt, was kind of appropriate for him. <laughs> I think I think he was Mr. Fury. Janine Garofalo was the bowler. She was the bowler. Greg Kinnear as the... Uh, he, the Greg Kinnear was... Uh, the main guy. Uh, Captain Amazing, I think. Captain Amazing with Ricky Jay as his agent. Oh, that's right. Ricky Jay. Totally forgot. W yeah. And Wes they, Studi. Oh yeah, we're number uh, one. All else are number two or lower. I mean, it's one of my favorite lines. The Sphinx. This is the greatest. It's Paul the greatest. Rubens, the flatulent stuff. Uh, the spleen. The spleen. Yep. Ke Cal Mitchell. Uh, the, the spleen uh, was my friend Brian Jennings, hmm. uh, who uh, I'm still very good friends with on Facebook. Like he and I, yeah. you know, he'll 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 comment on stuff that Brittany posts and everything every once in a while. But uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's a very funny guy, and uh, he I remember him being gassy in college. It's, it's Maybe got, he wasn't. Maybe, but uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie Izzard is one, is one of the oh. disco the disco boys. Or whatever. He's one it of the was. disco boys. That's uh, the right. The villains. Uh, you got um, you got Jeffrey uh, Rush. Jeffrey right? Rush is one of the main villains. As Casanova Frankenstein, I think. Yes, Casanova Frankenstein is like right. a mad genius. Uh, who is it? Lena Olin is the the female baddie. Uh, his like sidekick is that is that who's oh, in it? Oh, dude, I don't remember. Grab that off the shelf. Grab that off the shelf. Get that. Reach for it. There you go. And then uh, you know some of the cameos. Dude, I've owned that movie for. That's like first edition. And when, oh, William H. Mace, Macy. Oh, as the shoveler. The shoveler. 
Yeah. With his wife, and he's going. He's just going out to do his job. And then, uh, oh God, I've got to watch that again. We should watch that after we record. This. We should. And then uh, um, the the bad guys, all the bad guys. Two of the uh, two of the cameos. Ricky Rackman is one of the bad guys, and Michael Bay. I don't remember Ricky. Ricky Rackman was an MTV personality, VJ, um, radio personality. Yeah. Uh, big big fan of with Guns and Roses, and I know at the time you were listening to Jesus music at the oh, time. Oh yeah, very much. But so. I was. Two, but I was sneaking and I was peaks not sneaking, at MTV. Really. You're better than me, and you turned out better than me then. That's not true. Um, and then Michael Bay. But is, Michael Bay was one of the frat boys. He's one of the frat boys. Yeah. He's like, hey, can we bring the brewskis? <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yes, you may is, bring it, the brewskis. Yeah. Lena Olin, and then uh, yeah, uh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. That's right. It. He was. He's uh, the guy. He was the inventor. The inventor yeah. guy. Oh, and then uh, the Invisible Boy, Kel Mitchell, which at the time he was the breakout star of Keenan and Cal. Yeah. Uh, and this is a, still a few year or two away before, uh, before Keenan uh, Thompson ended up on SNL, where now he's kind of the one who broke uh, broke away. Um, but uh, yeah, he was the Invisible Boy. Boy, and uh, he could only turn invisible <laughs> if people weren't looking. If he couldn't, if he didn't see himself, and no one else was looking. <laughs> Like, come on. This was totally unplanned. I didn't even know it was right there on your shelf, and it's it's absolutely one of my favorite superhero pictures, dude. Man. It's, it's it's legitimately good. It's and I remember legit. I remember my brother and I. Dane Cook's in it. Oh, Dane, that's right. Dane He's Cook, the waffler. The waffler. The yeah. waffler. Waffle man. <laughs> Uh, and then there's uh, the, the penciler, the son, penciler. And son of penciler. Yeah. <laughs> PMS girl. Uh, oh, PMS girl. Uh, uh, d- oh, dude, one of my favorite jokes from a movie of all time is when Invisible Boy is listing off all the heroes that he knows Yeah. for them to possibly uh, bring into the group. And it's, it is so thrown away. It's, it's, it's one of those like jokes where you have to be listening to hear it. Um, Another another good example of that is um, in History of the World Part One when they're yeah. in ancient Rome and they're or ancient Greece or whatever and they uh, oh god I can't remember who they're with but um, I think it's Gregory Hines was that the the yes, guy yes okay. Gregory Hines yeah. Gregory it's Hines is walking yeah. and uh, they walk by this guy and uh, he goes Oedipus what's up motherfucker and he like gives them a high five and they keep walking and they never address it again and you're just like oh you just called that guy motherfucker but if you like if you're listening if you're paying attention like right. like oh I get jokes like yeah it's <laughs> I love it like I, that kills me every time so the one that he does in this movie uh, Ke- uh, Ke- it's Kel. Keenan Kel, yeah. Kel, Kel Mitchell yeah. that Kel Mitchell does is uh, uh, yeah Black Flight and the white, white, uh, Black Menace and the White Flight they work together uh, and then like he just keeps <laughs> listing other and like if you're like, yeah, okay, white flight and the black menace, you know, those sound like uh, good superhero names, but oh my god, that Absolutely. it took me watching that movie like four times to hear that line, and now it's like one of the best ones in the film. Absolutely, man, it gets lost in the shuffle. What year did this come out? I think it's like ninety six, ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, according to this here. I remember my it, brother and I went and saw it uh, over the summer. I think when I was back home from school. He was just graduating, and uh, we loved it. And we came home bragging about it. And all of our other friends were like, "That movie sucked. What are you talking about?" My brother and I were like, "Screw you! That movie was great." Yeah. And that's like, uh, obviously, we acknowledge it's not a great movie. Yeah, no, I, but I mean, it's a great movie. I, I, it is a great movie for 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 a lot of reasons. And but yeah, I get it didn't hit. It didn't have a wide audience. I just thought it was. It's really smart, but not like I said. I mean, we could we could break the down the script, but there's just so much. And and you know, my 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 relationship with superheroes is 
is different than uh, definitely yours. But uh, so I've always kind of liked it when superheroes are a little bit made fun of or the genre is made fun of. But this uh, this is an homage with some pokes at it and just Captain Amazing getting sponsorship and just all that kind of stuff. And and this movie nowadays, I don't know if it came out now, I don't know if it would work. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it would be received. I don't know. I don't know how it would be received. You know, uh, if I remember correctly, the director, Kinka, his name, we've got a weird name. His name's like, I'm trying to look for it here, but what about him? He, uh, I believe was the director behind all the, uh, Yokiro Taco Bell commercials. Okay. Kinka Usher. I think he was Yokiro Taco Bell. I think, yeah. those, I think those were He was a commercial him. director. Yeah. Uh, Which makes sense. Like commercial directors do a lot of like features like this, you well, know, we got one doing Spider-Man soon. So yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, and, and they're usually good with visual styles and getting yeah. points across quick. And, uh, I, he didn't really do much after this, unfortunately, probably again, because of mystery, probably man. Because sadly, of because it was a, it was a flop, great. but I've, I, I loved it's it. Great. I thought it was one of the best. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, Claire, Fro- Claire Forlani is the love interest oh. in it. Loved Claire Forlani. Oh, man. I still love Claire Forlani. Uh, mall rats. The first time she kind of came on the big scene here in America. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just to me. It's just uh, I, I'd like to see more of that, and uh, I loved. Just, I love that film. Man. I just loved. I loved I, poking the fun at the genre, like you know. And when I was at the Groundlings, Mikey Day uh, had a, a character that was just like this wannabe superhero, and he, I used to always tell him, and I was like, so it's, it's got that mystery man vibe, and like we got to develop this into this character. And it was this guy who, this kid who uh, was a superhero, but like everyone knew him at school, and I just kind of knew that. No, dude, Gary, we know it's you. Like it just was one of those things. <laughs> Mikey yeah. Day's writing for SNL. Now, Mikey right? Day is yeah. on SNL now, doing great stuff over there, and he does do some of their better. Um, yeah, he did, he, he, I, I he did he, the Black Widow. Oh, he did the Black Widow. The, one. The Black Widow. Oh, one. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I, I think he also did the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like he did. He wrote. Yeah, absolutely. Fancy yeah. ghosts and and the Star Wars stuff. He hit it big this year with those things. Man. Yeah, he was good on, for him. He was on point, but he had this him. character. And it was just this guy. He just and he lived in a gated community, and everyone just kind of knew. And it was like the superhero. And I was, I was like, dude, it reminds me of Mystery Man. It's so awesome. We got to develop that. Uh, worked out for him. Um, <laughs> it's working out for you now. No, hey. So the last time we, uh, you, I'm trying to remember the last time you've been on the show. I think it was it's with been a couple with years. Brittany, it was with Brittany, yeah, with Brittany, which was a great episode. And you, I'm still with her, by the way. Well, I was going to ask that. Yeah. So since we've last spoken officially on a microphone for yeah. all prosperity. Uh, uh, prosperity, all of uh, posterity. Posterity. I think. I, think that's I wish it was prosperous. Yeah. Um, it will be. See, I didn't go to college. Um, I drop, I. I You're making out. better money than I am, I and I did out. go. Um, you have since gotten engaged. Yeah, to I this wonderful in, uh, woman. Proposed in January. That is. 2015 has been a pretty amazing year for me. Long year, lots gone on, good and bad, a yeah. lot of change. And it's so weird. I was thinking about this driving over to your house tonight. It's so weird to think because I have Apple TV now. Because um, of me. Because of you. Strictly because of no, me. No, that's 100% true. You were the first, you're the one who maybe uh, just seen. Man, I wonder how many fans that are listening to this are like, oh, Apple TV, screw those guys. Screw Apple those TV guys. sucks. No, Apple TV is great. And one of the reasons is, is my pictures, just when it goes to, screensaver mode just mm-hmm. start rolling around so I see yeah. all my pictures from the year that are in my photo stream and one from your engagement uh, <laughs> announcement Where day you were yeah came up and I could it was mind blowing to me that that was this year yeah right January, uh, January this year yeah, right January 18th. January January eighteenth start of the year out strong um, so. Yeah, I remember freaking out about that and thinking, should I not start the year off with this? Because I'm not going to top this. <laughs> and you haven't. And um, I, I, have, no, I certainly um, have not. No, but 
Well, but the reason is because that's quite a high peak that you achieved. So friends who are listening might be familiar with it, but I want to, as best we can, describe how you propose to this wonderful, amazing woman (laughs) who is deserving of a wonderful, amazing proposal. Um, But it was something to witness it was almost so big it intimidated me i was i was Dude, scared of being involved in it it intimidated me and i me. was very much involved in it but um it was impressive from uh, concept uh, to execution impressive well first of all thank you and a big a big part of that goes to uh matt mercer and uh his lovely girlfriend uh marisha mm-hmm. ray um as well as um Grant Imahara and his mm-hmm. lovely girlfriend uh, Jenny Newman, mm-hmm. um, because without them, like I mean, they made oh, like yeah. all the props, like because I'm not a, I am by no means talented in that way. So they made all of that stuff. All but, the props, all the maps, all the but, costumes. Uh, so out there, people yeah. are going, wait a minute, what? Yeah, it, that's what I was saying. I was like, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, so I had this idea that I wanted to propose to my girlfriend in a way that mm-hmm. like you know that i felt like she deserved uh but i'm not a very wealthy man i'm not gonna be able to fly her anywhere do anything you're rich in heart i'm rich in heart <laughs> we've got love that's what matters right uh so i was like i and like i'm not gonna be able to afford a ring and like right. what, the way you're supposed to do it the is and, and sure. this is dumb but it's like oh you're supposed to have three months salary saved up to spend on the rings, the commercials and, tell us. And yeah, that's you know that's what you know. Even diamonds aren't like some ancient tradition. It was put out by De Beers. So right. and thankfully, like Brittany was like, I don't want a diamond. Give me an opal. I like moonstones. So I was like, Oh, I love you so much more. Yeah. Uh, this she's got some so pretty specific, interesting taste too. She I mean. does. And so I mean, Brittany and I are nerdy. Nerdy, geeky, nerdy, geeky dorks. geeks in love. Ge- geeky, nerdy dorks yep. in love. Yep. I'm in your house now, and the, the stuff hanging on these walls is is uh, is great. It's, uh, it's 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 a lot of Doctor Strange and lots of Strange and, Nightcrawler, uh, Nightcrawler, cats in suits, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. You gave me that. You gave me that. Yeah. yeah, that watercolor Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. You got great uh, stuff. Yeah, we think you so. found you found your your. I found my muse. You found your muse. You I found, found my, your your partner. I found my soulmate. So you know what Absolutely, going in. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to propose to her in a way that was nerdy, but not like specific. Like a, yeah. And I know that she one of her favorite favorite things in the world is Final Fantasy and uh, Zelda. She loves those right, two games. Right. Final Fantasy more so, but um, I don't know Final Fantasy as well, so I wouldn't have been... Anyway, I was like, I should... I want to write her a story because that's what I do. I was like, I should utilize what talent I have. You're a writer, yeah. And um, Damn good one. You, thank you. Uh, utilize that in some way. I, I wrote her a LARP. I did a LARP. A live action, a, a live role, action play. role play. Like your audience is like, just tell us what you did. <laughs> I did a LARP. Uh, so now I will tell you uh, what I did. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wanted to give her a story because that's what I do. And I was like, you know what I, would be fun is, you know, my friend Matt Mercer. Mercer's like, I mean, he's, you know, I, I say casually like, oh, yeah, he's a friend. He's like one of my best, like, best friends, like, for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, camp mate. Now he's got his um, D&D show uh, critical role on. Yeah, and sundry and everything. So, anyway, I was like, I want to write this story. I should have him. It, and she and I both love playing D and D with him. I was like, it might be kind of fun for he and I to sit down and, you know, write a story together for D and D, where I end up pro- my character proposes to her character or something like that. And then I was like, wait, no, that's like 
That's the lame way to do it. The cool way to do it is to actually bring a and d game to life where she's not fully, expecting it. Fully functional. Yeah. Live action. So, yeah. Live so action. I had that play. idea goof, before Comic-Con last year. 2014. So July 2014. Yeah, and I, and the, the first person I mentioned it to was my friend um, JP. Carliac, mm-hmm. yep, uh, who's a lovely human being. Who's he's Amazing. now getting a lot of voiceover success on yeah. WB stuff. Uh, Wiley Coyote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mentioned it to him. He's like, "If you do not invite me to be a part of that, I will murder you." And I was like, "All right." So uh, I invited him to be a part of it. But uh, I mentioned it to Mercer about a month yeah. later. I was like, "Hey, what do you think about this idea?" Uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm on board. That sounds amazing." Right. Um, and uh, I got together with him in September. Timber, I want to say, like a little bit before my birthday, and he and I sat down with Marisha also, and we concocted like the broader strokes of the story, and then I went home and started like working out some of the finer details of it, and uh, went back and forth with them a little bit because they they know what they're doing. I don't know what I'm. I can right. I can write a story, but in terms of like beat by beat LARP kinds of stuff, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, really, this so. this isn't. We're not just writing a story at this point. Now you're planning to actually have. A, a live action adventure play out with an unsuspecting protagonist. Yes. Uh, and what we'll, we'll jump into it was it ended up being in Griffith Park at the old zoo. Yeah. So in public on a Sunday. Uh, yeah. We get to that in a bit, but yeah. that's what you're setting up here. So you're not just yeah. writing a love story. Exactly. You're not just writing a little cute proposal. Uh, yeah, exactly. Extra. And this is you know this it's a little a little is... bit out of my league. So like you know I, I needed their help a little bit and uh, I tried to take as much of it. As I could onto myself in terms of like the story and everything. Sure, and, which you did, but uh, but uh, you need to help. You're in the wilderness. Yeah, exactly. So they were my guides, and then uh, after about a month of working with them, uh, I bit the bullet and was like, "All right, uh, hey, here, like top twelve people that I know I need to have included." Right. Uh, I I created the Facebook and was like, "Hey, we're gonna do this." Uh, everyone was excited, on board, and I had to do that. Yeah. Because uh, I had to make sure that the date worked, right? Which you was know, part which was of Janu- the... like so like that's why in October I'm like I need this date, save this date, and everyone was on board yeah. for it. So I, I gave like three or four months advance, right? And it wasn't just save this date; it was uh, also a couple rehearsals. Yeah, <laughs> like we needed yeah. to get this down. By the way, we'll have to get a rehearsal, you... and by the way, there's going to be a lot to coordinate, uh, and I'm going to yeah. need all of your help, right? Uh, doing all of this because I won't be able to do it by myself, especially when I'm trying to do it in secret. In this uh, day and age, it. yeah, it's yeah, hard hiding it from Britney. So, so you had a secret Facebook group, which we were all part of, that uh-huh. Britney did not know did, about she until, did the, not know until about after it. it had and been. And then completed. I invited her onto it, and yeah. she so she could see everything that went into it. You know, for months, for months, literally months. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, we just we just we worked on it, and uh, uh, yeah. You wrote this whole story, and then you, you cast yeah, help, these help characters. Help me tell the story. Yeah, you you cast like... these characters. All right. So, so the, this, the, set, the... this was set in the land of Bazinga. Uh, no, no, no Squirrelalia. Squirrelalia. Brittany loves squirrels. Loves squirrels. Like, love squirrels doesn't even really kind of cover it fairly. Yeah, almost like, she... an irra- irrational mad passion for squirrels. Yeah, love squirrels. It's an amazing Like, level. and cute, furry, adult, adorable animals, but sure. squirrels are like the pentacle or pinnacle, yes. not pinnacle, pinnacle of that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I created this land called Squirrelalia. 
which I still have trouble saying. Squirrelalia. Uh, Squirrelalia. That's what I always called it. I yeah. think other people refer to it as Squirrelalia, mm. uh, which we, also we, works. We go with yours. You created the world. Uh, hey, you know what? You were our George R. R. Martin. Caribbean, Caribbean. They both That's work. That's right. Squirrelalia, Squirrelalia. Uh, depends on what section of Squirrelalia you're from, I right. guess. Right. Uh, so we, I created this land, and the evil dark lord Bazinga uh, lorded over it. Brittany um, famously hates Big Bang Theory. Hates Big Bang Theory, um, which I think is justified. If you're out as, there, as do I. Look, if you're as out there I. and you enjoy Big Bang Theory, I, I will not take away your personal enjoyment of anything. I don't intend to do that. But what are you doing? You can reach for better things. <laughs> The, the, Brittany and I always uh, yeah. remind people that uh, shows like the IT crowd exist, and it's like, look, yeah. the IT crowd exists, and that is having fun with nerds, not at their expense. Right. Go watch that. Uh, so, but, you know, maybe Bazinga being so one Bazinga, of the catchphrases from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, so, so Bazinga Kidna is an evil dark sorcerer who has cast his evil spell over Squirrelalia. All the mm-hmm. squirrels have ran away, and the ones that have stayed are under... Duress, right? Uh, the the waters have dried up. The land is a dried husk of what it was, right? Um, and uh, a champion was foretold, uh, prophecy to, prophesied uh, to come to the land, and uh, Bazinga mistakenly mm-hmm. believed that I was that chosen one. So right. uh, took Brittany on a surprise picnic. Mm-hmm. We went to Portos Bakery, which is one of her favorite places to eat. Uh, grabbed. A, she didn't know we were getting it to go, so she got a soup. And then I was like, "Why are you getting a soup? We're getting it to go." And she's like, "We're getting it to go." <laughs> yeah, I thought that was clear. And this is on day of after this months and months and months of. of planning. And uh, after months and months of planning, my biggest job is just to get her to the park without telling her what's going on. Right. Uh, which and, and for the people at home again, I'm going to make sure you're clear. This, if you're not from LA, this is Griffith Park on a Sunday. Yeah. it's rather packed. Yeah, uh, we're at the old zoo, um, which is a wonderful beauty. You see a lot of people go take pictures there. It's the old zoo, the old LA zoo location. Uh, and we had nothing reserved. There wasn't like we called the Parks and Rec people and said, uh, "Can we book a, an engagement proposal?" Yeah, uh, can we, we close all of this down? Can and we like... close all this down. So we Hired had extras to look like the park is populated. almost a full on like movie crew. Yeah, uh, well, cast all, the characters. All costumes. said and done, there were I think thirty people. Involved. Thirty people involved. The this six people backstage. Backstage people, wranglers, uh, lookouts, uh, people communicating. Here she's coming, coming around the bend, uh, and a coordinated story with full on characters. Several locations. Uh, I think yeah. like ten or eleven uh, locations. Twelve, 12 locations. Yeah. that the story took place at. Um, eleven, but maybe twelve. Uh, started at the picnic location that you you and Brittany. Were at and ended at a uh, mountain castle fortress that was made inside of a carport made inside of a carport tent uh back uh, a good mile hike into mm-hmm. griffith park mm-hmm. uh where that's where i spent two hours uh, what, uh with, with megan finley with megan finley our, our very good friend and megan you. finley uh, uh and thank god she had whiskey to help calm me down because <laughs> i was i was convinced that Brittany was really mad at me well, because I like we had gone out dancing the night before, which maybe wasn't the best idea. And booty, right? Yeah, you go, yeah, you like going to booty Los Angeles, booty, yeah, Los booty Angeles. LA, uh, like pirate's booty, not grabbing yeah. booty. Yeah. Uh, and it's what? an important distinction to me because I'm not a club guy at all. Sure, sure, so, but yeah, uh, pirate booty, pirate yeah. booty, sure, sure, uh, sure. Because it's a bunch of mashups, so they're stolen songs. Got uh, it. Hence, um, booty, but. Um, and it was like partially started at Burning Man, so it's kind of like a oh, Burning Man okay. kind of thing for us too. Gotcha. Uh, but um, yeah, so uh, 
I got off track. I don't you got know. off track. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep you on here. Uh, um, All right, so, 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 so I had to. I had to convince Brittany to go to the park, and I finally got her to the park, and we had gone out dancing, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, "I just." She's like, "I know you're trying to be romantic, and I appreciate that, but I don't want to walk." And I was like, "Yeah, because she was dead tired." Great, great. So uh, she starts so, throwing. I'm gonna. This is how we're gonna de- tell the story for this. She. So you guys. You guys are a, a long-term loving couple, and sure, yes. every, couples fight and bicker every once in a while. It's part of life. But you guys generally don't have big knockdown dragouts, no. particularly in public. Never. And, and this Never. was. This was not a knockdown dragout, but your nervous is all hell. Yeah. You pull up to the park. She's already got a order of soup. She yeah, already she's doesn't already want to walk. Frustrated. Her yep. feet are tired. She doesn't want a little romantic picnic in the park. Now you are a very romantic guy and it Thank it's, you. it's precocious, but if if you're not in the mood for it, I can imagine she's like I don't want to deal with your romance today, bud. I yep. just want my freaking soup. I just want my soup and I wanted to have it at Porto's. And you're and you're walking you're hiking up the hill. We're in the part of yeah. the park that's on the side of a hill. That's where the old zoo is. It is a hike. It's a hike. It's a hike. It's you're going almost straight up the hill at one point. And yeah. so She's she's it's like a forty five degree. Angle. She's getting pissed off, and you have to take her to a predetermined location in the middle of this hillside park, so that you can be kidnapped. Your uh-huh. character can be kidnapped because I can't communicate with you guys. Like, and we're flying blind. On top of that, in this age of cell phones and all that, there's almost no reception up there. Yeah. So certain well, members and, of the group couldn't communicate. And it would have ruined the illusion of me trying to be romantic if I kept texting on my phone. Right. She'd be like, why are you, baby, I thought we were up here to be romantic. Right. So you get her, you're finally, you're nervous as all hell, your knees are shaking, you get her to sit. So we'll stop the story there and go back a little bit to what was into it, just so people can grasp what's going on. For starting in July of 2014, picking up speed in September 2014, you're writing and preparing a live-action role-play adventure Uh that contains not just a story. You're not coming up with a story and characters. It is laced with everything about your relationship. Yes. Your first dream. Drink, the drink that got you drunk enough to tell her that you love yep. her. Three wise the, men. Three wise men. The the two of those shots. I did two or three. Two of, of those, those shots. shots. Yep. Um, all her friends. Her her fear of cheese. Her irrational uh, cheese hatred. Of, uh, hatred, hatred of, cheese. of cheese. Her love of squirrels. Her love of, of adventure and, and Link and, and Zelda and all the fan of Final Fantasy and role play. And also you're getting all her friends involved. So it's all her people yep. and you're trying to coordinate a date. Can you do it here? No. Well, Grant can't do that day ken can you do this day 30 people like you said uh and then you we, we all got to get costumes we all got yep. then you get oh, assigned that was a the character stress. that stress. was the, the character stuff was fun but the uh the you, the real stress was getting the costumes, costumes. together and that was with jenny's amazing Who's, help. Uh, who knows costumes and then you get to build some stuff and then you you got granny mahar of course most most well known as a, as a former cast member of mythbusters but he's he's so handy he's one of the most handy oh, people the in the world. and he's just one of the nicest men alive amazing person and 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 he's building maps that he's laser printing into leather parchment oh, that was amazing because yeah. like what what made that even better is that that was the coordinated effort of the three of us right because like mercer and i went and planned out like scoped out the landscape, figured all out, all of that out. Then Mercer, being the wonderful artist that he is, went and drew 
right. the freaking map. And then Grant found out about it and was like, oh, I can laser cut that into like a swath of leather. Right. And we're like, you can what? So again, folks, yeah. I mean, this land, I, I have at my house somewhere, I kept the map somewhere, I think. Um, I got to make sure I have it. But um, not I've, the, got the, not, I've got not the, the actual I've map. got like the paper one. Because yeah. um, Mercer made like copies for copies everyone. Copies for everyone. Yeah. But we had to know. So it was like yeah. point one, point two, all the way up to point twelve. Yep. Was where and, and so each person and then we did walkthroughs and I remember Megan and I met you in the park one day and you walked us around. Well, here's the story and and, and Jenny Newman had helped you plan some spots and Marisha mm-hmm. and and Matt Mercer. Yeah, those so you guys. Plan this whole yeah. thing and it's time, people. Again, so we meet on a Saturday. All of us tr- go out there and always when Brittany's out of town because uh, she uh, she travels for a job. Which travels was, for a job with that with, was the luckiest part with of Wizard it. World and yeah. so we had to. So it was a short window. I was like, guys, we got to do this. Yep. And I don't think – did you have anyone who couldn't do it? No. Every, every, Everyone uh, – The only person that I invited to do it that could not was uh, Chris Hardwick. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's because he was he was uh, out of town doing it. Out of town. But he would have been. He would have yeah. been. Uh, Chris is a great guy too and a good friend of yours. So yeah. – so, so, um, Guys, I'm just trying to paint the picture. This daunting. This is what's been going on for months behind Britney's back. Yeah. In this day and age, where oh, one oh, person oh, can mess it up. And and uh, planning a 200 person surprise party Plan- after planning a 200 person surprise party. after the uh, proposal. After the proposal. So I've I've been planning two gigantic two, events all behind one, my one. One the party would be daunting itself if your yeah. proposal was just at the and party. That was, and that was uh, the Jack logistic. Conway. Jack Conway was handling that side of it, and and uh, you got her parents. Uh, her parents. The Wallachs, yep. Wayne, Wayne and Lori Wallach are involved. Her sister, Amanda. Her sister was her squirrel familiar. Who, who was dressed as a squirrel all day in the park. The entire day. The entire and she didn't day. talk. And couldn't the, speak anything the but entire, a squirrel squeak. Yeah. And then Matt Mercer was, uh, spoke squirrel. And, and then, he would translate. Then we had to work out how to film it. Oh yeah, uh, which was pretty difficult with GoPros yeah. and, a, and a big uh, acorn with a goat go because we didn't want Brittany to know that it was being filmed. We yeah. didn't want it to distract. Yeah, because that would have taken her out. Yeah, you have girls uh, dressed as mermaids. Yeah, uh, April, Vanessa, and Jessica Drew, yep. right? Jessica Drew, Drew, yep. Drew, all dressed as mermaids in a park. Uh, me dressed as the evil Lord Bazinga with, with Megan. Megan was uh, the evil witch Penny. Penny, my assistant, and and all this, folks, is this is what's going on, and we're we're you, you want to know the biggest regret that I have? Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I wish that I had figured out how to use uh, to record sound better, a little bit yeah, better because yeah, that's been the, the biggest hiccup with getting a video put together. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest regret that I have is that I did not name Megan Cha Cha Cha. <laughs> because Brittany and I love to hate Gotham. Yeah. And even better than that, we love to hate uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's role as uh, Fish Mooney gotcha. in Gotham. Yeah. And we we drunk watched it one day. And I made this stupid joke about, I'm Fish Mooney. Cha, cha, cha. And Brittany just lost it. Just I lost it. it. So uh, that's my biggest regret is that I didn't name uh, Megan uh, Cha Cha Cha. So Penny still works. Penny still Penny worked. worked. But uh, but yeah. so that that's going on. Um, all that's going. We we go on a Saturday. We we, do, we rehearse a few. We do without like, me. Without yeah. Because we, Brittany was in town. Brittany was in town. So Matt's got Brittany away, distracting her. Everyone comes up. Her family. Everyone is there. And we she do, has no idea. No idea. We're in this park, Griffith Park. We do a dry run. Um, and I think we do it a couple times, and and um, we're some some information was getting back to you, maybe a picture here and there. So you're seeing, hey, it's going good. We're all here for you, Matt. We, we that won, was like we won honestly, that was like one of the weirdest, best days of my life. Right. Just to see how 
and you got to be like my friends were nervous probably it. doesn't even doesn't even doesn't yeah, even start doesn't even like and like on top of all of that i also knew that monday she was getting her final fantasy knives mm. so like for fantasy uh from super fan bills super fan bills yeah, which it was is... like i started the weekend off with the, the year off with the greatest weekend sure. of her life Sure, which uh, Super Fan Builds is actually a Defy Media production where I now work. Oh, really? I didn't know And the know guy that. in charge of it's in my office. Yeah. Um, funny thing. Um, so a foreshadowing of my year to come. Yeah, those guys are great. And we go rehearse. We have lines. Guys, we have lines we have to learn. Ish. Ish. But But there's things we have to hit because we have to move the story along. Because it's a specific story. Well, the thing is that she's got to figure out, A, where Bazinga is, how to get to Bazinga. She's got to figure out how to keep herself safe. So but you, the your character's thing, kidnapped in the beginning. To, I'm kidnapped to, to because it. you believe that I'm the Bazinga. And I'm you. playing Bazinga. Bazinga and believes that I that you are the chosen one. the chosen one, and he will now forever hold power and sway over Squirrelalia. Right. What he doesn't know is that Brittany is actually the chosen, chosen one. one. So I kidnap you, and me and Penny take you up to the, the castle, um, which is legitimate, about a mile hike back into the mm-hmm. uh, up into mm-hmm. the Griffith Park. And then so, so her squirrel familiar comes. Amanda, play, her play, sister. Played by her sister, Amanda, comes out. Matt Mercer comes out as kind of the Gandalfy DM in person, live action, kind of like, yeah, I'm and, guiding you and through And he's it. like, uh, I think he was trying to be like a, um, an apprentice mage. Like yes. he didn't quite know his magic. Kind of he was kind of bad at magic. And Matt's got a portable speaker attached to him that's playing does. theme music. He's the best. He's the absolute yeah. best. Playing theme music that's uh, some of it made specific for this event by some talented yeah. video game composers. Yep. Um, all this stuff. And, and so I, I'm not going to go through every point, but so Brittany has taken uh, her, in, in theory, we should say, in uh-huh. theory, what was planned is you were kidnapped, and then Brittany, the squirrel and the mage would take her, and they would take her to. Uh, so the, the first stop is they go to her parents, parents. and they have a sword. And and, yes. Uh, her 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 lovely father Wayne, King uh, Theoden, uh, uh, Thing Theoden, because he he looks he, like Theoden King from yeah. Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah. So uh, I had the lovely idea of naming him uh, Theoden King. Yeah. And then Mercer was like, "No, nah, we should name him Theoden Thing." I was yeah. Like, oh God, Chaoden that's even Thing. better. So we named him Theoden Thing, and uh, he and Lori both. Uh, his wife, Lori, yeah. uh, they had to, they had him, they had Britney sing uh, Poncho and Lefty. Right. Because that's, that's like one of her favorite songs to sing with her dad. Right. Is Poncho and Lefty, and it so has I, been since she was a kid. So again, people, setting the scene, you got her parents there. Yeah. Making her recite the lyrics to a song she's been hearing from her father since she was a kid. Yeah. And not only that, they're kind of indirectly, directly reenacting some stuff from uh, the Zelda video Zelda. games. Zelda, yep. So, which is one of her great loves, one of her great nerds. So, loves. like she, uh, she, she recites that, and then her dad gives her the sword and says, "It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Take this." Not only that, he wrote the lines down and had them hidden in the palm of his hand, so he would not. <laughs> so like that's how dedicated I they think were Brando to getting this did right. That too, yeah. Oh yeah, I think that's how. He Island acted. of Doctor Moreau. That's how Brando <laughs> filmed it. Um, he's doing that. Then, then they go to. Uh, then they go to the fates. The fates. The fates tell her. To the, the mermaids, story of right? Squirrelalia, yeah. The, the story of Squirrelalia, how dangerous uh, Bazinga is, and um, 
<laughs> that she will need to face like I think it was like three or four feats to right. get the things that she needs to defeat Bazinga. That. So the, and, and and the fates are played by like I mentioned these these girls are beautiful talented mm-hmm. girls cosplayers mm-hmm. in their own right sitting on rocks in the middle of Griffith Park yep. dressed. Guys, we're not talking like they got a sleeping bag with some fish gills on it. They looked like mermaids. We had little girls in the park were coming up to yeah. take pictures of them because they thought they were real mermaids. Yeah, it was that's amazing. That's how detailed it was. Then she goes and she that's, goes. That's uh, uh, Jessica Drew. Is yeah. It makes I, Vanessa helped. I uh, I don't. I actually don't remember how much. But I know Vanessa helped. Yeah. With them, and I know Sarah at one point helped a little bit, but yeah. I, I think that Jessica Drew actually already owned. Two of those right, and that's what she things, does. and that's she what she like. She likes making them yeah. and made, making that stuff. Yeah, and, and, and she works at uh, uh, World of War. She works at Blizzard, right? As a sculptor. So, so it makes that. sense. Then they go to uh, Grant. And then Jenny, they go right? to Grant and Jenny, where they get the map. They're the map makers, and they're the ones who tell her that she should go see the dragons next because right. that's where she'll get the tunic of protection. Right. So then they go to the dragon, which is more in the old zoo. Yeah, and um, that's uh, Misha and Dasha. Yeah, they come out in this this, this dragon cosplay. That's amazing. Yeah, just absolutely amazing. And like you know it. They are humans. Yes. Like we're not like they weren't actual dragons. But they had wings and horns. But and they had like really cool wings and horns and they, they made a comment about like, Oh, this is our human form. You would not be able to tolerate us in our <laughs> dragon form. Like, and there's and little, Misha's such a good improviser. He's a great improviser. He's a great improviser. He does a drunk tech review now. Mm-hmm. Check it out um, on YouTube, drunk tech and, review. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they they did a great job, and, and, and she had to tell them this. St- so on our very first date, we went to a sandwich shop over in Westwood called uh, Damon and Pythias. Yeah, it's not there anymore, sadly, because it was actually very good uh, food. Yeah, but um, we went there uh, on our first date, and she told me her favorite manga of all time is Berserk. Right, and she told me the story of Berserk. Manga being a soup. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Japanese uh, comic manga, I guess. I, I think manga make me, makes me sound uh, pretentious. Yes. I'm, so, I'm told. Uh, so uh, she told me the story of Berserk uh, using every single utensil and knife and fork on our table. So in order for her to get the tunic of protection from the dragons, the dragons she had to retell that story. But they, the dragons, Amisha and Dasha, had to get that. Out of her. Yeah. It wasn't like Brittany walks up to this and is like, oh, I have to reenact the story yeah. I told Matt on our first date. Yeah. Things, clues and stuff are being dropped into it and this, mm-hmm. until she kind of like her memory's jogged and she knows what she has She's to like, do. like, oh, now I know what I have to do. Uh, and then she got the tunic of protection, which uh, was... It's basically just Zelda's tunic. Yeah, it looks the like... Green, so now she's walking around like, uh, like uh, Link. And, well, with, and Ginny Newman made it. And she yeah. made it totally for free. I just bought the materials. And uh, she... Uh, she did an amazing job and it looks amazing. And and it was important to me that Brittany get something like that because everyone else was in costume. So right. you know You're so sweet. relatively early on in the game, she yeah. has a costume to wear for the rest of the game. Right. You know, she's in, she's about forty minutes into the two hour adventure now. Right. So then and then not, not to again not to get bogged down at each point, but then she goes on and she ends up fighting some people. She ends she, up arresting. She them. fights uh, some trolls and our yeah. friend Tom Menino uh, is like the an king internet of the internet. Troll. So we made him an internet troll with uh, the 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 Reddit face. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he ended up icing her, which is like just a, a big joke in our group. Yeah. When you get iced, iced. with the Smirnoff ice. Smirnoff ice. So she had to drink that. And uh, that's where she met Marisha, who was a rogue. And then she was able to help her sneak into Bazinga's castle. But then she got captured. And uh, right, right. Glenn and Shayna and other trolls like brought her to jail and if you so the old zoo at the griffith park still has some of the old cages up yeah and uh she got put in there 
uh, and an old monkey cage. Yeah. And she had to break out. And our friend Jason Charles Miller was in there uh, mm-hmm. as the bard known as he who is stupidly talented because <laughs> Jason Miller is stupidly talented guitarist. Yeah. And he uh, he what wrote. Band was he? He was in a he was a frontman in a band. Right? Oh my God! What? Uh, Godhead. 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 Yeah, he was the frontman for Godhead. Um, and uh, now he's, he's got his own country thing going. Coincidentally, his biggest fan, yeah. Wayne Wallach. Oh, well, no. Wayne Wallach is the biggest Jason Charles Miller fan. Like, and if it, As it, it Brittany, Brittany's dad, yeah, and uh, just loves him. He's gone to like three or four of his concerts, right? Uh, he's ordered every single CD, he's got all of the shirts. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, wears them all the time. So Giant he's fan. so he's in in the cage. So he's in the cage anyway. and he's the bard and he gives her her first clue, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, half of the scroll that she needs to defeat Bazinga. Right. So uh, then Marisha, the rogue, helps her break out. They get yeah. free. They go save Matt Mercer, who's about to be executed by our friend Paul Duraso, right? Who is the evil dark troll overlord Marioso. Right, because uh, he uh, played Mario in their Paul, uh, the, the web series "There Will Be Brawl," where uh, I played yeah. Luigi. Paul's been on the Knapsack Files before. Go oh, back has he? And, uh, he's a good li- guy. Uh, dig that up. A great guy from Oklahoma. He's a very good guy. Um, so he has a cheese sword. I he has a that. cheese sword called the Gorgonzola. Yeah, because um, Brittany like it, it hates cheeses. Does, again, that doesn't really doesn't quite capture. describe it. Doesn't quite. Only describe human it. in the world I've seen ever order pizza without cheese. Yeah. Cannot do cheese. Can't do cheese. Like, hates it. And doesn't understand why people do. Right. Like, it's not like she'll give you shit for it, but she's like, she'll watch you eat cheese and be like, I don't understand. Like, you can see the wheels turning in her head that she just <laughs> doesn't get it. Just like, doesn't understand. Yeah, so. Uh, I love cheese. This is probably why. Oh, I, no, I love it, too. Why Brittany and I don't get along. No, yeah, you guys are yeah. enemies, yeah. mortally, so. So, that. She's uh, got to free these people. She's got to so fight Paul she, Durso, so she, with she his def- cheese sword. She defeats Paul Duraso, but he ends up giving her cheese disease with his sword. So because then she has, there's cheese whiz on the sword. There's cheese whiz on the sword. Uh, and uh, then uh, she has to uh, go get that uh, healed. So she uh, further up the mountain, she runs into the alchemists, who are played by uh, Jason and Julianne Sidek, a very lovely couple who yeah. are also our uh, camp mother and father for Burning Man Burning and, Man, and right. two amazing people and wonderful friends. And yeah. they wore their wedding clothes. They got married on the playa and right. uh, out at Burning Man. And that was one of the reasons that Brittany became okay with marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause she was, right, she which was, is another subtext yeah. to this. So, is Brittany never wanted to get married to you. He, yeah. You know, it was like it was... I'm, she I'm will paraphrase. She just didn't want to get married. Well, I'm paraphrasing. But it yeah. was even then, once you guys were together, it was like that issue of like, is, is Brittany ever going to want to get married? Yeah. And I was, was okay. It, if, she yeah. nev- if she never wanted to get married, I would have been fine. So I would have been like, Cool. We'll just, we'll just live together. You don't even Forever, know. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, guys have talked about it by this point, but you don't know. Yeah. By the end of this, she could be like, "Not with you." Yep. Maybe not. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. She, uh, she, she, uh, she got up there and she had to take a three wise men shot, and that was the medicine to get rid of the cheese disease. Right. Because she's dying of cheese. She's dying of cheese disease, uh, and uh, she had to exclaim uh, love. Right. For someone, and uh, so she, she said, "Mammy Ranky, I love you." Because by this time she's tired, hammered, and 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 and, 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 and involved. Yeah, and again, that's a, a call back to the first time you said, mm-hmm. "I love you," because you. Mm-hmm. So she, it's again, folks, these layered, 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 layered references to the, the the relationship that are deep. They're not little things like, "Oh, remember that time we both watched Mystery Men together?" They're like little things like our first date. You did this. Yeah. 
So the yeah. fact that you even really remember that shows your uh, attention to detail and romance. But the no. fact that you then incorporated into this game, I don't know if anyone could have pulled that up. <sighs> so she gets this. She's free. She's got to go up the hill. So she goes up the hill, and um, uh, Mercer and her squirrel familiar Amanda um, and uh, and uh, and Brittany uh, get into the tent. And what she doesn't, what Brittany doesn't know, is that half of the team. Is already up there behind the tent. Right. So, so, so after literally, I'm up there with Megan and you uh, for two hours. Yeah. And we'll get back to the actual legit how it worked out. But we're up there at this tent that's disguised or made to look like, but it's in the middle of a hiking trail. And this tent's there. And we're there for two hours, sipping some whiskey, waiting, not knowing what's going on. Everyone in our group could have been arrested and we'd still be up there. Yep. Yep. And then we start getting word that people are coming up. We're getting again text messages are hard to get. We're getting we're starting to hear but things. But we start getting them more often. And yeah. you sneak down the hill at one point with Megan and kind of take a peek. You well, were... I actually didn't make it all the way down the hill. I stopped with Jason and Julianne and had a couple of drinks, drinks with them. And Megan you were came running up. Beyond. Nervous. I was inconsolably next, nervous. Next level nervous. Yeah. So then well, we go again, up... I thought she was mad at me because I was making her work out. Yeah. On a day where she's like, I just danced all night last night, right. and I'm sore, and, and I just want to eat, eat my soup. So I'm like, oh, my God, God she hates me. She's gonna, she'll say yes, but she's not enjoying so she, this day that all of us work so, so hard So then she on. comes up the hill, and you're inside the tent by this I'm in point, the tent. Captured by me and, and, and Megan. Well, Bazinga, Bazinga, not really you. Lord Bazinga. And um, she comes into the tent, uh, frees, has to free you through some... Uh, well, the, she frees me because Megan has the other half of the spell. Right. And the other half of the spell is – so uh, Brittany and I consider – we have a few songs that we say are our songs, but one of our primary ones is I'm Your Moon by Jonathan Colton. Right. Uh, it's a really silly, beautiful, sweet song right. that Charon is singing to the planet Pluto after Pluto was declassified as a planet. And it's basically Charon saying, hey, you know what? It's just the two of us out here, and you're still a planet to me. Right. It's just like, look at how small they all look. Like from right. here, the Earth looks so small. The Sun is so small. It's just it look. It's just the two of us. We're just. <laughs> and the one of the things about that makes Pluto and Charon's uh, kind of like strangely romantic is that they're the only planets in our solar system. Uh, well, planetoids, I guess, the, in our solar system that uh, when they rotate around each other, they don't also revolve. So gotcha. where the Earth like revolves, revolves and the Moon goes around it. Uh, Charon and Pluto are constantly looking at the exact same space on each other as they orbit each other. Their eyes are locked. Their eyes are locked. So there's like this strange, like romantic, right. cosmic. Of course, there is. Otherwise, you wouldn't them. like it. Yeah, and, and so, use it in this thing. Uh, so, and that, so, tell me about the, the thing about the cupcake is hilarious, which illustrates. Oh, okay. So Brittany loves knocking food out of people's hands. She, she thinks it's very funny. Right. Uh, especially if that food is cake. Right. Um, one of her favorite moments that she's ever had was at. The her first birthday that she and I celebrated uh, was together as a couple uh, was her mustache social where everyone had to come dressed well, like yeah. dressed nice, but like wearing a mustache. Right. So like I already had a mustache, so I was so fine there. But uh, other people like made fake mustaches, and like we had fake mustaches there for people. And our friend Ben, who hosted the party at his lovely, wonderful home. Mm-hmm. is a very good man and he made Brittany a mustache shaped cake right. for her birthday because I realized like before I was like oh my god I forgot to get her okay. a cake I'm a terrible person and he's like oh I'll make one for her Clearly. and yeah. he like in a couple hours makes this wonderful cake and then carves it into the shape of a mustache 
and he brings it out and we're all singing happy birthday to her and in the middle of the song she punches the cake just i'm gonna punch this cake punch uh and i love hearing her tell the story because it's so funny every time uh because she didn't have the thought to punch the cake until she had already punched the cake (laughs) Like, that's the way she tells the story. She says, as my hand was coming up and moving towards the cake to hit it, my head said, it would be funny to punch this cake. Uh, So she, like, her, she was already on the way to punching the cake before she had the thought. Uh, And it's just, it's been a stupid little. Stupid little thing. Stupid little joke with us for a while. Megan's holding a cupcake as Penny. Mm -hmm. And the thing was, well, Brittany's going to punch the cupcake out of your hand. and, And it was like. Well, how do we know she's going to do that? And you were like, trust me. Trust me. She's going to do that. She's going to know. She'll know. She'll immediately know, oh, that cupcake is for me to knock out. So, again, that's how the the planning of this was down to the detail. But Well, and here's the other thing. But Brittany didn't know. Oh, she had no idea. But here's – there's even – I don't know if you even know this subtext. No. Uh, One of the first dates Brittany and I ever had was a picnic to the old zoo. Gotcha. And we went to Whole Foods um, because I was (sighs) – she loves to make fun of me for this, but the Whole Foods in Pasadena right. is a two-story Whole Foods, and I've heard it referred to as one of their flagship stores. Like sure. it's, it's like a tester store. They bring all like they they test a lot of new stuff out there. Uh, so when she and I first started dating, I mentioned I was like, yeah, well, you know, like let's go on this date, let's go to this park, and the Whole Foods in Pasadena is a flagship a flagship store, so they have a lot of stuff there. And she's like, it's a what? And she's <laughs> never let that go. Sure. She loves making fun of me for that. She's like, like I'll mention like a, a place to go in LA. I'll be like, oh, you know what? We haven't tried this place. So we'll go. Let's go. And she's like, is it a flagship store? I'm it's like, a flagship. I'm never going to, never going to shake time. that. Uh, so, uh, but when we went to that whole foods to get like picnic okay. stuff, like a sandwich and some sushi and stuff, we got cupcakes from there. Right. And they were, uh, I think, uh, flagship uh, cupcakes. Yeah. Flagship. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, they were like Sesame Street sure. looking cupcakes, and they looked amazing. And the food that we got from there was subpar, but we just kept telling ourselves, yeah, but you know what? Cupcake. Even the cupcake is coming. Like, we're right. going to have dessert. Like, right. yeah, the sushi is awful and the sandwich is terrible, but uh, the cupcakes are going to be amazing. So uh, on that day, we we finished our food. We walked around a little bit and came back to our basket, which we hid, and we're like, it's time. It's cupcake time, and we ate the cupcakes, and they were awful. They were truly some of the worst <laughs> cupcakes we've ever had. So, Not the flagship. cupcake that I bought for her to knock out of Megan's hand was from Whole Foods. Was from Whole Foods. Yeah. So it's even that down to that far. Yep. So she gets the cupcake. She 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 breaks the spell. She she puts the one parchment over the other parchment, and it's the lyrics to this song. Yeah. By Jonathan Colton. So she recites it by reciting it. Uh, she frees you, basically. My sp- she, my power she, is done. Yeah, she she dis- she decimates your power and yeah. thereby frees me. So I do a big and uh, she hacks she she kills Penny and I. Yeah, and I get to do a death scene. Yeah, and we roll out of the tent. Everyone rolls out because I had left instructions that it should just be the two of us when I propose, right. and I didn't want any cameras in there. Right. So no cameras. So. I roll out. Megan rolls out. Even the mage and the squirrel are like, we'll let you have this moment. Then you guys, the actual proposal happens. But what mm-hmm. Brittany doesn't know is by this time, anyone who was involved uh, in the whole proposal. With the exception of like one or two one people because they had to watch tables. Had to watch the tables. Um, are now around this tent on the outside, quietly standing there. Yeah, she has no idea. She thinks everyone's still at the base no of the hill. No idea. You guys have what you thought was a private moment, but we all heard, which was hilarious. You which, didn't hear all of it. It was pr- well, we heard you, whispers at you, the You worst. heard 
whispers, whispers. and you heard Brittany going, you're so dumb. You're so we dumb. We all heard Brittany crying, yelling, you're so dumb. Mm-hmm. And then we, we upon, you really legitimately get down on one knee and you ask her to marry her, and that's, that's very real. And upon saying yes, you stand up and proclaim, uh, the kingdom of Squirrelalia is saved. And at that moment, the tent is pulled away. Yeah, the walls and the ceiling the are, pulled are pulled away. She didn't realize that it wasn't fastened down. It wasn't fastened down. So, folks, we, we uh, this land of Squirrel is saved. Boom, the tents re- pulls back. And Brittany is now faced with all 30 of her closest friends crying, clapping, staring, all in costume still, generally. Uh, and that's how the proposal ends. It was a big, mm-hmm. happy, mm-hmm. wonderful moment. Tears are flowing. Um, that's how this proposal went. Uh, that surprise party later, which is a whole other thing, you pulled over her too, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. That was amazing. But that was so fun. I say all that, and we take all that time, and this whole episode is going to be pretty much about this. All that. I want to. All that, folks. I've set the scene of what happened, but go back to the moment where you're in the park. Walking up with a pissed-off girlfriend, <laughs> just wants to eat your her soup and not want to walk. And she's like, baby, I don't want to do this shit today. I can't believe you're, you're too romantic, you big romantic oaf. I just want to go relax. My feet hurt. You mm-hmm. guys are about to get into a fight. And she plops down. So you're supposed mm-hmm. to go about halfway, almost 75% up the way of yep. the hill in the park. And she does. She plops down at about 25%. Literally, like a dog that's tired after a long walk, I'm mm-hmm. sitting here. Plops and down. She, she, what was funny about that is that as we so – we so we got off the, the path and onto the grass, and she, goes, she stops and looks at me and goes, baby, how far are we going? I was like, sweetheart, I know you're tired. Just – there's a very specific spot that I want us to sit at. Uh-huh. It's right up here. And mind you, people in the group, now we're hiding in bushes watching you. Yeah. But there's people yeah. waiting for our cues, and, and yeah. we're watching. In a park full of people, luckily it wasn't as crowded as we as it could have been on a Sunday afternoon. But, folks, there are legitimately other people just hanging around the park, being people in yep, parks. just being people in parks, playing, playing their games Starting to see me. I'm, I'm down a hill with with Megan and I'm dressed in like you're a, dressed in like in a multi capes. <laughs> I've got this Fu Manchu pasted you've got a on fake my face. Fu Manchu. I'm holding a spear, like all this stuff. And people are like, no one like a, like I, it's well, kind of scary. But I think I was able just to stand there like that. Well, yeah, but I think that part of the reason I I asked like JP and then Michelle Morrow, right? You know, and uh, her her boyfriend Michael and, um, and everything to help was because I knew that those. I knew that they would be very good at handling the public. Yeah, they were kind of wrangling. And they they, were... they walked around before all of us got there. At least I, I was. I I, I, yeah, they did, I yeah. requested that, that that they do, and I, I trust that they did. I was told that they did, you know, and uh, that they go around to everyone and say, "Hey, by the way, this proposal's going on. There's going to be a lot of people in weird costumes. Feel free to participate in X, Y, and Z. Right? You know, um, but it, otherwise, just kind of respect." respect us right you know we're not being assholes and and we had no we had the police show up once the park ranger showed up at the beginning before i think you even got there oh really i think i I think i've heard this yeah yeah and they basically and it was uh megan and and uh who's you know a very attractive comely young young lady (laughs) comely young lady who was like oh it's this thing and the police was like all right lady," and uh drove fair enough very later and basically it was like so weird that they couldn't Grasp no no authority could have grasped what was about to happen. They were but, like, you know, it's you a public go. park. Like yeah. no one's getting hurt. Like, like we're allowed to do this. Good. And I you think know? we told them we're not filming anything. It's just a thing, even though yeah. we were. Um, so 
she plops down. Brittany plops down. Are you thinking? Well, no, it was so funny because like we we got about twenty five percent of the way that I wanted to go, and she just stops and looks at me with like a like this stern look. Yeah. Not like mean, but like very like I don't want to go. Like I'm not going anymore. And she goes, "This looks like a good place. What do you think?" And I was like, "Yep, looks great." So you plop down. Yep. I'd say so. You were supposed to be seventy five percent up the hill. You were twenty five percent, probably about twenty five, R- roughly. Yeah. About. Um, are you think? What are you thinking at this point? Are you thinking it's done? I'm thinking. Because you, you know Brittany that pretty I've, well. Then when she gets in these moods, or it's a bad yeah, mood, something like that. I mean, right. it's, she doesn't really get in those moods. I mean, she. Sure. You know, it's it's not like a. This is a, oh no, she's in like a mood. Like she's she's never really like that. Like she's. You know, it was it was one of those things where I was like, I've made a terrible mistake uh, because she, she. Here's what I was thinking. I was thinking she she will make the best of this because that's what Brittany does. Okay. Uh, she will make the best of this. Uh, yeah. So my honestly, got that was Brittany will make the best of this, uh, but she's not going to enjoy doing it. Right. And when we're all when it's all said and done, I know she wants to marry me. I know she'll sure. say yes. But she's not going to enjoy what we've worked on for so long, and yeah, because again, months. She'll mention months. something to me about it later today. Months, months have been going into this, yeah. and planning. That was that was my actual and a fear. rehearsal. Been, and mind you, she had also told you at one point that she didn't want a public proposal. You, the, again, you guys had by this point have been talking about marriage, and that was. Yeah. Am I wrong in remembering that? that no, was, she she had, said, she, she had mentioned big, man. she had she never said don't go big, but she had mentioned. A few times that she didn't want a um, a very public thing, and then she kind of uh, went back on that and said, you know, actually, like a big thing might be fun. And she kind of never fully, I don't think she ever fully knew what she wanted. But sure. what she told me, the only thing she told me that she wanted for sure, and this is where I got the idea. Actually, I should go back to that. When when it, when she boiled it down to brass tacks, she said the thing that she wanted more than anything was to have a great story to tell when people asked. Right. How did you get engaged? But there was, How did he ask? So that's going on. So so then it starts. So you're have you're legitimately eating, by the way. I mean, you're mm-hmm. having a picnic. She's eating her hot soup in a park on a warm day. Mm-hmm. It's great. So Megan a warm and I, day in January, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Megan and I, uh, as Bazinga and Penny, are supposed to start this In off. costume. In full costume. We're supposed to crest in public. over the hill. And in the middle of this park, I'm supposed to yell, Matthew Ryan Key, how dare you enter my land? And so we start this thing where I publicly kidnap you, mm-hmm. fight with you in the middle of a park, and, and whisk you away. I didn't put away. up much of a fight, though. No, you didn't. Um, and whisk and, you and away. And part of that was because I was like, oh, Brittany's really not into this, and now she's you embarrassed. Were, yeah, yeah. No, there was so a like, little bit, I, and I even picked that up from her a little bit, too, and it knocked me out of character for about two seconds where I was yeah. like, oh, no. But so we finally get the cue to start, and I think JP was the nearest wrangler to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get the cue. It's time to go over the hill. We're waiting. And I'm getting texts, and mind you, it's, I think only Megan was getting texts at this time. We're getting like, go. Yeah. Matt Mercer's going, go, go, exclamation points. And we're like – and we kind of – would peak, we couldn't peek. We see where you were, but we just knew we were going to crest the hill and you were going to be there because you're 75% <laughs> up the hill. Yep. So I come up the hill, and in my head, I, as much as I've performed and, and I'm a performer and all that kind of stuff, I'm a shy person who doesn't enjoy public displays of much. Yeah. Um, I'm Boba Fett at Jabba's Palace. I like to sit in the back. <laughs> you know this. Um, so I'm already out of my comfort I, zone. I knew it was a lot to ask yeah, of but, you. Yeah, but it was my, obviously my pleasure to be there. But, but I'm coming over the hill with Megan, and we're like – 
I'm in character. I'm trying to get into character. <laughs> and I'm, and so I'm coming over the hill. And I'm like, Megan, where are they? I don't see them. Megan, she's like, I don't, I don't see them. Where are they? And we're like whispering, not that anyone can hear us. And uh-huh. there's by this time, there's people looking at the weird dude in the double capes <laughs> with the Fu Manchu and the spear and this little hunchback girl next to him. And, and, and I'm like, I can't find it. And then I look down, and you are at the bottom of the friggin' hill. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. 25% up the hill. I know. I'm so, so I, I get about I, to the middle, and then it begins, Matthew Ryan Key, and the entire and park turns and looks. My, well, so, and the funny, funny story on that part is that I was trying to play, like, romantic music. Right. But not, like, romantic. Like, I'm not, like, playing oh, know, right. jazz, great. but, this like, great. I'm just playing, like, some of our songs, you know? Yeah, the little speaker. Um, you know, with, a, with my iPhone. And I, I can't remember what song I played, uh, but they it was playing. partially, it was partially, um, an excuse for me, like whenever a song would go off right. on our romantic picnic that I, as I, as I had said, I would go to my phone and that's when I would have an excuse to text if I needed to and to right. look at texts. Right, right. Uh, but it was also like me just trying to be like set a mood, you yeah, know, like a romantic you're, you're, you're mood. You're also you legitimately know. trying to have this romantic picnic. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. It starts yeah. as a legit thing. And uh, I, I played a song <laughs> and... Uh, that went off, and I could tell she's really just she's. It's a little warm, and like she's tired, and she kind of doesn't want to be there. <laughs> she's eating soup, and she's the eating most romantic. The of meals. most romantic, uh, and uh, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's listen to this song. And as soon as I hit play on it, she goes, "Baby, can we not listen to music? Like we're in public, and I kind of don't want to impose on people's like space. Like I feel like it's kind of rude." And I'm just like, oh. Fuck. And very literally, maybe eight seconds pass. And that's when you, Matthew Ryan Key. <laughs> like, that's, that is where you caught me. Baby, I really don't want to do like a public thing, like this music. Like, it's, I feel like it's loud. And it wasn't that loud. It wasn't loud. It was, a, you were by yourself in I was this like, section of the park. Maybe someone who was like 10 feet away could have heard it, you yeah. know. But like, yeah. to her, she was like, it's, I feel like we're imposing on so, people. So she's afraid of music space. that someone maybe ten feet away could hear, and me about thirty yards away, screaming yelling my name, Matthew Ryan Key, and Brittany very literally looks at me and goes, "What have you done?" <laughs> uh, and I was like, well, "I don't, I don't know. What are you talking about?" She's like. What is this? <laughs> what? And the, there's like a little bit of a smile. Like I can tell that there's something exciting. There's some spark there. There's but... a spark there, but there's also legitimately, like legitimate. What is this? Like I don't know if I like this or not. <laughs> and obviously she loved it. Like she, it turned out okay. She loved it, and she has. What's even better is that she. Well, not better, but like what's funny to me is that she's since apologized and been like. That I was really kind of mean to you at the very beginning. Yeah, well, yeah no, this, this, I'm really yeah, sorry because that was amazing, and I was like, hey, "Baby, it's fine. Yeah, like, it's really and it fine." Her... Like, and I understood. I, I understood why she was sure, that way. Sure, she sure. was tired, and it was she a little was hard. And, and you don't know that you're about to go on a live exactly. action role play proposal. Exactly. So you know? that so that happened. I mean, I, I we, kid, you're right. You did. You comically put up a fight, and what, not like we're going to go into WWE wrestling match there. But yeah. We grab you, and uh, we take you over the hill. And we run back up to where we're supposed to go, and uh, everything that you describe 
earlier happens, mm-hmm. and I think uh, didn't it, it, correct. I almost wish she was here to, for this part of the interview, mm-hmm. but it's like she kind of warmed up. It, she picked uh, knew something was going on, but by the time she got to her parents, well, her parents, and, and, her, and that's one of the reasons that her parents were the first stop. Right. Like, I mean, I I really did like put a lot of consideration in all of this, and like if like her best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, her best friend picks her up, and then we take her to, like, Marisha or Grant and, you know, Jenny or, you know, something like sure. that. And it's like, well, then she's like, oh, yeah, my friends are here. This is fun. But I wanted it to be like, no, no, no. Your parents are sending you on this adventure. And her sister's there. And, and her sister's and, there. Or her sister and her are close. Her, Amanda's not always hanging around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, exactly. it's like, okay, right away, your sister her sister comes running up as a squirrel. In a squirrel costume, in by a the squirrel way. Like, costume. in a full-on ridiculous and squirrel costume. all the credit to Amanda in the world, because uh, she's hiding in the bushes dressed as a squirrel. Carrying as a, a big, freaking squirrel, yeah. Big acorn. And has yeah. to... So I kidnap Megan and I kidnap. And I mean, she's the, our videographer for yeah, this whole thing. And, and the first, so as as Brittany's standing in a park by herself, mind you, mm-hmm. watching her boyfriend be uh, taken away by one of his good friends in the middle of a park. She there's like 20 seconds where she's just standing there by herself, by herself in a public park, and then her sister comes running up dressed in a squirrel costume, followed by her best friend Matt Mercer, Matt Mercer dressed uh, up as dressed a mage, as a mage with music playing from a speaker attached to the back of his belt, <laughs> and. So stupid. So it was a little trepidatious at first, but then she gets to her parents. By that time, I think she kind of not figured out what was going on. I, uh, well, did she, she figure out she, that she, this was going to end in a proposal, or she just she, think this was an adventure? No, she had started – She, the video that I've seen uh, at the very beginning when Mercer runs up and they're recording her, she says – she says something like, is this really happening? Is this really how he's doing it? Is this really happening? Gotcha. So I think she knew the second I got kidnapped. Gotcha. Um, and Mercer, you know, obviously played it off. He's like, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know what you have foretold. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just know that he believes that the chosen one has been kidnapped. Wait, no. Maybe you're the chosen one. <gasps> you're the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> So. so the adventure happens, and we already described the adventure. And I described the adventure first to just take back to this moment uh, of you walking up the hill with her soup and her and her and her hurt legs, and uh, and then you pull it off, man. And we get up to the hill. We somehow pulled it and, off, man. And we pull it off with almost. I can't think of any hitches that happened. It. Went I don't think there was one. Flawlessly. In fact, you know what's funny is that she was starting to get a, a headache, um, and. Um, her her dad, I think it was, had um, like some like super duper strength like right right Advil right, or Tylenol right, right. or something, and we found a, like well not we I didn't do any of it but they found I just I just mentioned that she had a headache, and then everyone else figured out how to get it to her while in game in character so in, to speak in yeah. character Here, so like when she potion. she got it from the dragons who gave it to her, and um, an acorn shell. That Shing, our sculptor who had sculpted the acorn GoPro, yeah. it was like just an extra one that she had. She made this thing, and she made two of them because she's just amazing. Case, yeah. And they they gave it to her in that. And she's like, oh, what is this? And they're like, we're told that uh, it's for a, a malady that you suffer, or something like that. And she's like, oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> like, like, and like, not only was there not a hitch, it was like problems were solved yeah and then people right away can figure out the the, the, the citizens in the park are looking at we had a lot of people taking pictures yeah we found on the internet later on uh if you hashtag larp proposal right i think so yeah uh, on twitter you'll find some photos hashtag l-a-r-p-r-o-p-s-a-l larp proposal 
Am I spelling it's, that right? It's proposal with LARP in front of it. Right. There you go. Yeah. I didn't go LARP proposal. I didn't go to college. I didn't finish it. Um, I went and I'm still like, how so do you spell it? Seriously, if you're listening, hashtag that and, and you'll see the pictures. It's amazing. And we pull it off and we get to that top of that hill. We, you're freed in the moment where the tent is pulled back. That's like one of all the her greatest moments of my life. Uh, I, I, uh, and like I say cry, that. I'm crying. Everyone's crying. I mean, that wasn't, that's not. Hyperbolic to me, either. Like, no, that is honestly no. It was one it of was, the greatest moments of my life. It was something to, amazing to witness. Um, like to have heard the things that she just said to me, to know what she means, and to, and, and how you pull, to pull it off, and it, and just the moment. Have like everyone there was for, just for like, you to manage to get. That's the thing for you to get everyone there and work away, work your entire relationship into this story, pull it off, and then to pull, also pull off the logistics of getting everyone up into this hill because we had a hike back again, mm-hmm. uh, maybe under a mile, but it was up in the hill. You get her. Her mom and dad there, and I was standing next to her mom and dad when her mom's bawling, and it's like, well, at this point, you're cr- everyone's just everyone's crying, crying, tears of joy. Um, music started playing. I think the Lumineers uh, song, uh, uh, hey, ho, oh, that song's playing. Yeah. We're all dancing, having fun. Uh, then we go later on. That's another show. We go have a surprise birthday, a surprise engagement party mm-hmm. celebration where you manage to even pull off another surprise for her uh, by the 30 people involved in the in the proposal were waiting outside the club while you guys were coming up for dinner. Mm-hmm. And Brittany had known a little bit by this point. You had to tell a little bit of, oh, so I got our, some people together. Well, what's funny is it ended up working in my favor, and it was something that I had considered doing early on, but uh, I was I – was, uh, I counseled not to, but I had cons- like because we had it at um, oh man, uh, forgetting the name of the uh, the complex complex in Glendale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a guy named John owns that place, and he's a, he's a good guy and a good friend. And uh, we had we had talked to him, you know, a couple months prior, and he, I mean, he let us rent it for yeah next to nothing no. right nothing because he's just a good dude and i mean he knew he was going to make it yeah. like his money he knows our crowd like we're right. all we're going to go in there and we're going to buy our drinks and he's going to make his money but um yeah I, so uh my my friend jason right. uh, as we're all like we're finished packing up and we're leaving the park he goes cool see you at the complex tonight and Brittany knew that we were going to get together for drinks and i had told right. her like look only the 30 of us are getting together Right. Um, I couldn't afford to get a, a big space for a giant party. Right. But we were trying um, to keep it entirely secret at that point. So, so it was as like much one, as possible. It was one little glip, glitch, not even glitch, but it's yeah. just like you said. But then it, but it like, worked. But it, so it was fake yeah. taking over because it made another but impactful I kn- moment. Like I know, I know Brittany well enough to know that she's going to want to immediately celebrate. And she, not sure. only that, she's going to want to celebrate with everyone. Like right. not Who just like that? close friends, not just family. Everyone, everyone, like right, right, every right, single right, last right. person that she's ever met, she's gonna want to celebrate and hug and kiss, you know. Right. Uh, so that's why I threw her a surprise party. Right. And you guys go to dinner with her folks, and we and, go to dinner with her folks. So, and uh, she, but when when Jason says, "Cool, see you at the complex," uh, he walks off, and Brittany turns and looks at me. He goes, "Are we partying at the complex?" And I go, "I worked out a special deal with John right. that he's gonna let the thirty of us." party there uh, like i made up a white lie i was like he sure. he typically isn't open on sundays there's not a lot of money in it but he said he would stay open for us sure. but, but he, he doesn't want it to be a big thing so i i kept it with just the 30 of us and, and jack and joellen will be there mm-hmm. and she's like oh at least okay well that's cool that's fine and when we got home that night and we're getting you know we're getting ready to go out and eat and everything she's like can i invite 
you know, can I invite this person? Can I invite? I want. Right. I want to see them. I want to. People not I, directly involved in the proposal. In the proposal, yeah. Who she wanted and to I was celebrate like, Sweetheart, this no, we can't with, yeah. because then we're like, right. we have to invite everybody, and we just can't, can't do, do it. that. We can't do that. She's like, okay, okay. So she shows up to the surprise mm-hmm. party thinking that it's just the people who were directly involved in the LARP puzzle. Hanging out at the, at the complex, yeah. maybe some other normal and, patrons. In there. And you guys, for whatever well, so, reason. So 200, and my, so again, so you just pulled off this proposal in a park, which was a logistic nightmare. We, the Jack Conway deserves a lot of credit here. We, we managed to get in L.A., where people don't show up to town, pretty much everyone on this guest list, mm-hmm. upwards of 200 people. Into, I think it was like 7.30, 8 o'clock. 7.30, 8 o'clock on a Sunday night. Managed to get everyone in there, mm-hmm. dressed up nicely. A lot of people were dressed up nicely. Yeah. That was kind of the theme and and um, formal. And we're all inside, and it's shoulder to shoulder people and everything. And at the last minute, we're getting word that you guys are pulling up looking for parking type thing. Last minute, someone I, I was it Conway, someone or who did you text? Someone goes, anyone who's involved in the actual proposal today, could you get near the door? Yeah, I wanted everyone. I told I told Jack, so it was probably Jack making an announcement. Everyone I goes said, to the door. I said, Jack, I want you and Joellen on stage because I want her to be able to see you guys, yeah. but I want all the Larposal people. So, at the front. So when so when Brittany walks in, we'll be the first ones she sees, and then after that's the other two hundred people. Yeah. And then I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Granny Mahara says, "Why don't we go?" Because I was standing. It was, either, it was either him or Marisha, but I wasn't a com- there. A combination. So. I, I remember Grant saying something. Wouldn't it be funny if we all go outside and act like we can't get into the club? <laughs> and it was like brilliant let's yeah, do it let's do it so we go out so all 30 of us are now lined up and then we tell the the, the john the bar owner and the, the doorman standing mm-hmm. there blocking us from going in you guys drive by and you see us on the line don't you Brittany, think, Brittany sees us like oh everyone's here why are they outside and they're kind of like what they can't get into yeah. the place so she comes up and it was a double surprise because now you have all of us there and, and she thinks the club is empty. And didn't she actually say something to the doorman? Like, get my friend. Like, not that. Yeah. Brittany's not a, a, not a an aggressive person way, like that. But, but like, just in like, a very fun, I've just been proposed to, like, sort of energy. Like, I'm celebrating. This is fun. Yeah. Let, let my friends in. Let like, my friends kind of, in. like, just being very playful. She and, goes uh, in. She she thinks that she's leading the charge. To basically an empty bar into with an maybe empty, some other patrons. Uh, into know. an empty bar and instead is met with, congratulations, we love you, 200, by 200 people. 200 people. Best friends, close friends, people she hasn't seen, uh, yeah, yeah, all that kind. Oh of thing. man, I, I like she. There were people there that she hadn't seen for like two years. Like I, yeah, I went, you I dug went it, dug deep. Yeah, I went we hard. Great, yeah, we had a great night, a lot of fun. Uh, at one point, I remember Max Landis buying drinks, shots oh, for he, everyone in the bar. Yeah, he bought shots for everyone. Everyone in the bar. That dude's amazing. And Max is great, and and we had uh, we had a great night, man. Yeah, that was it, and that's the story of the greatest proposal ever told. Uh, I don't know. It's a great. There's other great proposals you see pop up on YouTube, but I don't think any, any are as deep, subtle, and ingrained the actual story of your relationship as much as this one. It is uh, my blessing and my curse because I, I will, I will forever like. I don't know. I've had people like compare their proposals to mine and they're like now it's not yours but it was still aw-. and i'm like no but yours was aw-. like each proposal is each proposal awesome is awesome in way. its own way like i i made something very specific for the girl that i love in a way that i was like this is this, this is, is what she's gonna want this, this is what she deserves and this is what i can i 
have the capacity to help create. It was a spectacular but event to witness. It was very emotional. Was there was no deep. way I could have done it by myself. There's just You had a great no cast way. of characters, and uh, you pulled it off. You did it. Uh, we're still waiting for you guys to set that damn wedding date, but you're both busy. And it's she's not busy. It's tra- we're, well, we're money, poor. But Brittany's well, we're not even poor. I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's weddings like, are it's expensive. expensive. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like to donate to Matt's wedding cost, uh, <laughs> write me on Facebook. Um, and uh, and and uh, that's going to be a lovely affair as well, I'm sure. You're officiating. I'm officiating. I got to go get my. Uh, my I got to go oh, talk yeah. to the Rock and see how he got his. You've got Monday's plenty wedding. of time. Um, and it pulled off, man. And that's and that's it's it's so. Uh, it's so uh, to say I admire you doesn't again we keep saying this like it doesn't even capture the full meaning uh, to, to watch it I just remember at one point uh, as we're all standing around the tent and uh, listening to you guys proposal I'm just thinking this son of a gun did it what a great moment to be a part of what a thing and yes you know you had help and then a lot of people did amazing things uh, but we did it because we love you too uh, yeah. and uh, it was Sweet. so so what, what a great start to what has proved, proven for me to be one of the most chock full years of key important emotional moments and exciting <laughs> things and yeah 2015 has been a good year and, and uh that was how it started was you my friend my hey, old friend i'm i'm glad that i could have started off your 2015 that way it's not all about me but it but is. it is. It's but the it is. Sock files. <laughs> it but is right now. That is. Uh, I didn't plan to have you telling that story tonight. Yeah, I, 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 I could we have done. Gonna, uh, make fun of. Uh, I like superheroes or something. I could have made fun of. I could have talked about Mystery Men for an hour, but oh, man, um, I could, I, but I this is a story I think that's even uh, probably. I would have loved to interview Brittany. Uh, maybe we'll do that one time. Oh man, yeah, uh, to get her perspective yeah. on it. But uh, we 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 got into it tonight. Uh, and if you're listening and you want to again go on Twitter and hashtag Larposal. And look up. You can see some of those pictures, and some of you probably, if you if you connected to me on Facebook, have seen some pictures of me as Lord Bazinga. But uh, uh, <laughs> that was awesome. You got to see. It's amazing to believe, and that is a story. And you pulled it off, my friend. You pulled uh, it off. We pulled it off. Well, everyone did. The land of Squirtlelia came together. <laughs> it was to funny that I, I had that uh, that Christmas vacation moment. Uh, at the uh, surprise party, right. when everyone yelled surprise, and she like fell against the wall, and I had that moment where I was like. You know, Rusty at the very end kind of looks off into the sky, and he's like, I did it. I did it. Like, I had that moment. Yeah. At, at the surprise party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, seeing great. seeing my fiance like, so overjoyed. Yeah, it was so great. It was so it's great. Like, so that's etched into my brain. That's the story of the Larposal, my friends, uh, on the Knapsack Files. It's our return to the Knapsack Files. Classic interviews. So happy to have Matt Key in here. Matt, you, of course, are the host of Marvel Movie News on the Marvel Movie Talk News Network. And I also can, uh, contribute to Geek Girl Authority. I'm their do. comic book contributor. Yeah. And you do with Audrey Kearns and uh, Claudia Adolph over Claudia there. Claudia Adolph. You should have Audrey on your show. Uh, yeah, great. I should. Yeah, she's absolutely. Uh, and uh, she is a wonderful human. She's great. And uh, that's what you do. You can follow Matt Key. On Twitter at the Matt Key, the Matt Key, and, and text there's him and there's a fake him. one now. I've seen I've seen that with only one T. I've the, got two the, T's. On my the name. Matt Key, you're the Matt Key. But you know what? Uh, whoever that person is, they are uh, wonderfully funny and better at Twitter than I am. So uh, probably true. We got to get you a little better on Twitter. I'm really bad. I just we got to get I don't, you better. It's not on a Twitter. default. Mode I of know, operating I for know, me. I know, but uh, hey, it doesn't matter if you can create larposals. You, you, you should you should make that your business. Maybe you should do that for other people. Dude, I would love to do, do something like that, people. like event story making. Absolutely. I would do that in a second. I just 
Where? So that's that. We're gonna follow us. You can follow me at Ken Knapsack uh, and uh, tweet uh, hashtag the the Knapsack Files if you have a question specific to this show. Of course, Spotlight Star Wars goes on. The Night is Dark special editions will be returning. Uh, Michelle Boyd and I have been talking about doing like a casting oh, special Michelle's soon, um, and we're gonna do that soon. But more Knapsack Files uh, uh, on the road. We're doing some mobile interviews now that I got this uh, new means of recording. So thank you for uh, patiently oh, yeah. waiting. All my fans out there who've been missing some of the classic interviews uh they'll be back up and running soon this was the first one and what a grand one much like the uh. proposal and engagement itself um <laughs> this has been a grand edition of the knapsack file so that is that we will see you next time <laughs>